the Broken Reality Podcast, home of the supernatural, the disturbing, the uncomfortable, and the controversial. When the world has shattered into chaos and lost all hope and reason, only two men can peer through the fog and make sense of the nightmare. Here are your shepherds of truth and prophets of lies, John Michael Lennon and Leo Perez. And welcome to another edition of the Broken Reality Podcast. As always, it is me, uh, Mr. Leo Perez. And with me today is... um, Mr. John Michael Lennon. Also, as always, I don't know why I introduced you like that. Uh, I don't know either, but I'm gonna. But, but let's roll with it, man. You know, uh, I'm just. It's just me here with my groans and my grunts, and I'm. I'm just feeling real good about stuff. And every time I move, I'm in pain. You know, and I'm. Just, <laughs> yeah. Just joking. I'm fine. Everybody, how are you? I'm doing all right, man. I, uh, you know, aside from. Uh, uh, every day, um, you know, existing, existing every day. Yeah. Um, you know, th- things are fine. I think it's just like existence is like being just like a big fucking pile of goo with a screaming mouth. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Like that's yeah. all that's that's all humans are. It's like I'm big. I'm big pile of meat, and the only organ I have is a mouth, and I just screech in fucking pain at all times. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm exactly actually, what, I, I'm actually fine. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing right. I'm all right, man. I, um, I'm gearing up for for the old Halloween. Hell yeah, hell yeah. You know what though, man? Like I, I, you know, hopefully, once you know, COVID is a thing of the past, it'll it'll go back to feeling like Halloween. Like I know everyone's trying still, mm-hmm. but like it's either I think it's a combination of me getting older, but also like. It don't it don't feel right yet, man. You know, it don't feel like Halloween yet, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I've been trying to get in the spirit. Uh, we've yeah. decorated our house, you know, and like we're watching lots of spooky movies and stuff like that. But and when you're grown up, it's like, yeah, what else can you really do besides that? You know, I mean, you can dress up, but you know, yeah, not to be Debbie Downers. No, uh, no, no. We're I trying. You know, yeah. yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to like get the the fun part out of it, which you know, yeah. It, hopefully it'll happen. Yeah. Um, at work, I actually partook because I wanted to get more Halloweeny. I partook in a um in a pumpkin painting contest. So everybody who, who works at Trader Joe's paints a pumpkin, right? Yeah. And then they make it look like something or other, and usually they're all pretty terrible. So I was like, oh, you know, might as well be a ringer and jump in on it. And of course, one of my coworkers made a Jack Skellington fucking pumpkin. It's uh-huh. not bad. It's not bad. He even made a body for it and everything. Ooh. So I did a Mario one where he's coming out of the pipe. I saw it. It was very cool. I saw background to it and everything. It's huge. It's so huge it doesn't fit in the windowsill. So they have to put it next to the they have to put it next to a cat on top of a cabinet next to the windowsill at so, work. So you went a little over the top, eh? I did, but then you know what, dude? Like I don't want some fucking I don't want it to be in the bottom anyway, because last year um kids would touch everything. Uh you don't want you don't want your Mario masterpiece being molested. No. Hell no. 
Fuck Fuck yeah, man. That's cool. Uh, We actually, so, so talking about how people have different perspectives of things. uh, Yeah. uh, Cause you're like, oh, you know, COVID and da da da. Uh, Me and my girl tried to go to a pumpkin patch this last weekend. And, you know, in my head, I'm like, ah, you know, I bet it'll be chill. You know, there won't yeah. be a lot, a lot of people there or anything like that. You yeah, know? yeah. So we went to the, the uh, Sunny Acres Farm in West Chicago. And it was a throng of fucking people. It was like the largest amount of people I'd seen in a place in forever. Just like families covered with children, fucking strollers. The entire parking lot was filled and people were like backed up parking in the dirt and all this kind of shit. And I was just like, wow, man. And her and I both looked at each other and were like, fuck this. We're not doing this. <laughs> yeah. And we oh, bailed. Yes. You didn't even go in. No, it was like we would have had to park like like a mile and a half away. Oof. Yeah, from the entrance, and and then like fight our way through a, a bunch of screaming children to like get a pumpkin. And I'm like, you know what, babe, let's just go get dinner, and we'll buy a pumpkin at fucking Walmart. <laughs> yeah, you're cheaper anyway. And I'll, yeah. honestly, like, what what else do you, you know, what what else? Do you want? You just want. We just want wanted. The you wanted the ambiance, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the like the pumpkin experience of paying twenty bucks to go into a place to then pay nine dollars for a pumpkin. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh shit. Well, um, so I did mention this to you guys, and you had no response. But I figure I should tell the story to our audience about uh-huh. how I might have seen a ufo the other day uh, oh what yeah no you didn't tell us you told another group chat oh the other group chat yeah that has leo and zingali in it okay okay no, no no you didn't tell you didn't tell the leo and zingali group chat i think no i think you told that to the to the jamie and angel group chat i think i told it to you guys but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter uh <laughs> so this is not a great story but you know, all I know is I was driving home. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I know I'm right. I told a different story to the other group chat. Anyway, I was driving home from work, and I saw, like, something really big, shiny up in the sky. And it was a clear day, blue sky, very little cloud cover. And there was a large metal object in the sky reflecting the sun, and it was bright as fuck. And, you know, I'm like... You know, it caught my eye and I looked up at it, but it hurt to look at because the sun. Uh, so I like look down, look up again, still can't see what it is. And I'm t- I'm sure that it's a helicopter or an airplane or whatever. Mm-hmm. And a, a little bit more down the road, uh, it's shadier. And I look up again and it's gone. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I crane my neck all around looking. And again, it's a clear sky. Whatever the fuck it was, was gone in an instant and that's the only thing that yeah. makes me think maybe it was a ufo because otherwise i've been like ah, it was, it's a plane it's a fucking you know helicopter but it was like in my what my eyes could see it was like pill shaped like a tic tac right it was like that famous yeah. tic tac video um and then it just disappeared and i even turned a corner and looked you know up in the sky through my window in the car I didn't see shit in the sky, man. So that was maybe me seeing a UFO. Probably not. 
So do you, do you feel um like more important now as a human being or um uh well I do feel that you know it's it's possible that the uh, the creatures the entities our overlords were revealing themselves to me you know yeah. maybe 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 there's something a special mission they have for me for humanity you know yeah uh, full of shit I mean yeah I am full of shit but I definitely saw like Something in the sky, probably an airplane. <laughs> and the other thing that happened to me this week was that uh, a dog tried to bite me in the crotch, but I narrowly escaped it. And that's the other message that I sent. <laughs> was that a customer's dog uh, just lunged at my crotch and I felt the teeth scrape my balls through my jeans as I hurtled myself backwards. <laughs> uh, so... In a parallel universe right now, there's a John that lost his junk, and that's just no good. You know what I'm saying? But that's what's been going on with me. Well, I um, I don't have to say that, buddy. Like, I just don't know. Like, you know, there's just I I want to like I don't think you're fucking wrong. I believe you saw something. I I because you did see something. It's just going to be so many fucking things now. Uh, of course, of course. It might have been, uh, you know, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm not, like, stake, staking my foot in the ground or whatever, being like, I definitely saw a fucking UFO. But after it disappeared, I was like, oh, what if that was a UFO? And it was just a, a fun thought to have. It was probably, it could have been anything, man. It could have been a fucking blimp, a fucking balloon, a fucking drone. <laughs> Yeah. Could have been could have been an airplane. Yeah. And I just didn't look in the right direction, you know, after I thought uh-huh. it disappeared. So, you know, it's whatever. But I thought it was fun. It's fun to it's fun to imagine, you know. Um so really quick before we get onto the other stuff, I wanted to bring up something too, is that um this past week I've been listening to a lot of like um um so I have Audible now. And yeah. um I'm trying to read as much true ghost story books as I can, or ghost ghost stories that I can, the true ones. Yeah. And it's hard to find because there's not many that, like, that become in the Audible, uh, like the free Audible. Like, when you get Audible, it comes to a certain library of stuff, and then you can buy other, you know, stuff on the side, too. But um, I actually got through the Amityville Horror book. How was that, man? I've never. So we were pretty spot on on the family, not, um, you know, doing this for the fucking for the clout, you know? Right. Um, One thing that wasn't explained in the movie that was explained in the book was that, you know, the priest from the beginning of the movie that goes into the into the um, house and then like runs out terrified. Yeah. Well. Half of the book is about him and how he actually developed a whole bunch of health problems mm. because of his involvement with the house. And also, like, every time that they would call him, the family, or he would try to get a hold of them, the calls wouldn't go through. And he'd hear, like, on the hear, like, static noise and, like, these ghostly moans and shit like that. And really that's fucking cool, dude. And then it's sometimes the, 
the the receiver would like burn his hands and he had these like <laughs> fucking like he would have these like marks on his hand and like blisters and shit. Mm-hmm. And like it ended up where like he almost got in trouble with the archdiocese because he was obsessing about helping them towards the end for a while. He was petrified of even talking to the family. Jesus. You think, you think that's all true, man? I mean, that's a part of the story that like really like ties in together how, um, how fucked up the whole thing is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's someone else's perspective, you know, uh, like you the, know? Pre- the priest yeah. wasn't making money off of this shit. No, he made it's, nothing off of it. The family didn't even know he was going through any of this shit until after a fact. Right. Until the book came out, they were like, oh my God, father or whatever was going through this. Shit. Yeah. Like it's, it's crazy how, you know, he had, there was no real, you know, uh, there was no real uh, communication between both of them, and they were all going through their own different shit. And mm. like, not one of them tried shaking people down for money or anything like that. Or right. they didn't want that. They didn't want that. And, and if anything, the owner of the house um, called up a whole bunch of people to go in there and investigate. Like he wanted people to investigate what the fuck was wrong there for a while. They lost out a lot of money on that house, dude. Sure. Like all that money was wrapped up to it. You just don't abandon a house after 28 days. Yeah. Well, no, that's, that's a good point too, you know, because they were hard pressed on money to begin with. Right. And then, and then, uh, fucking, yeah, you don't listen, you and I, and Zingali, we're all homeowners here. Yeah. Uh, I kind of don't care how fucking haunted my house is. I can't just bail on it. You know, the bank's not going to be happy with that. You know, I Uh like, even if you want to move, you got to put that bitch up for sale. You got to get ready to, you know, you don't just abandon the house. So, so unless, yeah, unless like my house is, you know, possessing my dog and fucking making him murderous. I mean, you know, it's just like, even then, even then I'm just going to lock the dog in the room, you know, (laughs) so like my money, my money. Do you do you agree then that that we should um have um ghost house insurance? Yeah, I, absolutely. I think that yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, there should do a, a policy to cover fucking if your if your house is too haunted and you got to bail. Yeah, that would be good. I would I would uh, sign up for that. Um, okay. So um, what do we got, Doug? Huh? What? Well, I think from what we talked about today, we're going to talk about monsters of other cultures. Would that, um, be, would that yeah. be accurate? You know, uh, you know I, I, I maybe like monsters of other cultures and also like the good old Halloween monsters that we all think of. You know, like when we think of like monsters, we think of the uh, that has to do with Halloween. We think of the, the universal a quartet, right? Which is yeah. Dracula, Frankenstein's monster, the mummy, and the wolfman. Mm-hmm. And if you want to throw in the quintet, it would be the uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Sure, sure. The lesser of the five, yeah. Yeah. And um, with vampires, I think vampires would be a whole different episode on its own. You know, 
Um, yeah, we, we haven't focused. We, we did a vampire episode a million years ago, but we, mm-hmm. we should probably revisit. Oh, I agree. Yeah. But. And, and um, well, one of them that I was actually checking out was um, Werewolves. And I always figured, I always thought, like, how did it come to pass that, like, Werewolves became that? Like, yes, they're popular, but they're, like, when you think about it, there really isn't the quintessential, like, uh, werewolf movie. You know, well, I don't know. I mean, there's some other good than ones. the original Universal ones, right? Yeah, like the only other good ones besides, I okay, I'll admit to you too. I've never seen the original Wolfman movie. I've never watched it's boring. it. Boring. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I mean, to me, it's just boring. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But what what are the other good Wolfman movies, man? I mean, Teen uh, Wolf. Teen Wolf. Uh, and uh, Wolf with Jack Nicholson. That was a good one, right? I didn't even like that one. You didn't even like that one. See, I always remember that one being decent. But oh, I just remember the part where he's pissing on the guy's foot in the elevator. <laughs> classic, classic. I'm marking my territory. <laughs> and uh, American Werewolf in London is probably the best one if you've ever seen that. But that's not. It's not necessarily like the the werewolf the shit that's the best in that. It's just a good movie, you know. Yeah. Um. So I don't know, but I think that like. Uh, throughout like human culture and stuff, we're like we're always afraid of wolves, right? Yeah. Like wolves are one of the apex predators that like we can humans, like primitive humans, but still us. Like yeah. if it's if it's Leo versus a wolf, just a regular ass wolf that's coming for you, I don't yeah. know, man. It's it's fifty fifty if you're gonna uh, make it. Well, thank you for giving me that much. I mean, I I, I give myself less. I, th- I call it 80 20, 80 on the wolf. Okay. I didn't want to insult you, but I just no, figured you it, would it, like rage against it, you know? No, maybe. wolves are like, they're fucking fast, they're strong, they've got a mighty bite. Um, and they hunt and in also, packs, you know? And they hunt in packs, but also they're dogs. I yeah. think midway through, I'd be confused whether this dog was like, maybe I can still make it my friend, you know, and, and not come at it like aggressively. <laughs> um, I would have to be 100% committed to. As soon as I see it, fight it, you know? Right. And even then, you're not guaranteed to win. But that's why no. I, I would think, because I would feel the same for myself. I feel like if wolves were fucking rushing me, I know I can't run away from them, right? Yeah, right. Uh, but I, I imagine I'll at least get some good swings in as the pack tears me apart. <laughs> yeah, you hope so, right? You hope yeah, so. yeah, I hope so. But, you know, I think so. I I think that's one of the things like with why the Wolfman endures. Oh, I just remembered there was like a really shitty remake of the Wolfman with uh, Benicio del Toro. Did you ever see that piece of shit? Oh, I remember it. Yeah. Yeah. That movie was fucking rough. I barely remember anything except that it was like Benicio in like old timey clothes riding a train. But anyway. Yeah. um, They did have a witch hunt or like not like a. Yeah. Like a witch hunt. For werewolves, did you know that? In, in Spain, in like the 1500s, in real life, yeah, they, they they had there was a scare that like some um that that um through witchcraft um some humans had been turning into wolves and attacking the countryside and shit like that, and um somebody claimed to have seen a transform from a man to like a big hairy fucking dog wolf thing. <laughs> So they, they actually, for a while, you could accuse, it was only men being accused of it. Mm-hmm. You could accuse a man of, like, being a werewolf. However, 
you could you, you could you could outer or otherly accuse a woman of turning a man into a werewolf and then having her be the only one punished. Okay, well that makes sense to me because yeah. we we know that women are the root of all that's evil, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> of course it's it's a dude just can't just be a werewolf. Of course some witch has to turn him into a werewolf, right? Right. Yeah. But that's fucked up to think of that, man, because like I guess I mean why is it fucked? What do you think they were seeing that made them fucking think that they were half man, half wolf, you know? Was it really just one big hairy dude lumbering around town? I don't know. A, a lot of a lot of the uh the monsters or the mythical creatures that you um <clears throat> excuse me that you or that we talk about or have heard about have been around for like other cultures too and other civilizations. And so it's hard to know whether this stuff was real or not at one yeah. point. Well, like, it's like, where, like, like dragons. How is it like there are like 19 different fucking like um, cultures have something that looks like and has to do with dragons? Sure. You know, um, like so my girlfriend Joanna is Polish so I told her what we were talking about tonight and I asked her if there was any like Polish monsters that I wouldn't have heard of and like folklore right and um, in their in their land (laughs) there's something called the the Vavil dragon yeah okay and and basically like it's a story about like the founding of the country and it's like whatever fucking random ass King showed up to like, you know, found Poland or whatever. Well, there was like a a dragon chilling around where he wanted to build his castle. So they fucking um, vanquished the dragon and then the dragon turned into the river that surrounds Krakow or whatever. right? Right. So fun story. What the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> like, like, where is this dragon shit coming from? You know, like it literally like like part of me always wants to say, like, OK, is it is it because dinosaurs? Right. Did they right. find dinosaur bones and they put two and two together? But that doesn't quite make sense, you know, uh, because it doesn't seem like we had it doesn't seem like they started to really find dinosaur shit until like the fucking See, 1800s right yeah and the thing that really bugs me out too is that in all these stories of dragons and fucking you know all these mythical creatures if there's a level of human interaction yeah so it makes me wonder how fucking serious or how fucking real was any of that um when everyone keeps having the same kind of like like interactions with these with these guys well what are you saying that you believe it more or you believe it less i believe it more to some extent because everyone seems to have the same kinds of stories where where early man or ancient beings that were humanoid were um, were in direct contact with these beings, mm-hmm. like in communication wise. 
You know, that's the Dude. part that like that's part like that it gets me is everyone has the same stories where these things are like wise and ancient and blah blah. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it's it, it, it's I, it's it's. It's question. It's weird. Okay, okay, okay. Because like, yes, the rational, um, the rational, like uh, modern scientific version of looking at all this stuff is to be like, well, clearly it's all folklore, uh, stories, verbal stories that were told over generations and generations, tall tales, metaphors, you know, like metaphorical yeah. stuff. That then you know, blah blah. But at the same time, what if? As we've discussed elsewhere on this podcast, like what if there's simply parts of our history that we don't know or don't understand yeah. or that are hidden from us, you know? Right. And I, you know, and it's just like this thing with dragons. Like, I know it doesn't make sense. I don't really think there were dragons, but why are they all fucking talking about dragons, man? Maybe there used to be fucking dragons. And they and then they got sucked into the fucking nether realm, and then there's no bones. You know, I I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe, honestly, maybe it, their bones it, are made of something different, and they all dis- they disintegrate when they die, so there's no traces you know. left. You know? Do you think maybe like the real answer could be like maybe back then everyone was smoking this like fucking you know all the shamans and all that were smoking like some kind of like the same peyote found in the fucking in, in the lava glaciers you know and <laughs> and and it fucking get and it, they, when they smoked it they all ended up seeing the same shit maybe dude on some level cuz you know yeah. you know i i recently was reading some shit uh that talked this is out there shit but like you know yeah. talked about that you know the thing of it is is that humanity actually evolved with uh funguses and mushrooms and natural drugs right so the ingestion of uh hallucinogenics uh was much more common in humans before the modern era right yeah so so there might be something like what you're saying like you know it's like that ayahuasca shit right Mm -hmm. we're like oh like you know, and I'm not like advocating like heavy drug use, but it's only like now in the last hundred and two hundred years that we've all decided that or we all have looked down on the drug use, right? But it used to be yeah. more natural. And uh and then so what if like early humans and the shamans, the shamans or whatever, and the brujos, you know, were all being po- were all powered up and connected to fucking God or like the creator beings or the aliens yeah. through taking the funguses, the mushrooms that they left here for us to communicate with them. And then, you know, well, so they, they're having the visions of the dragons and stuff like that, that are actually like other dimensional beings that we can't see when we're not on the fucking drugs. Right. And then, and then when you get to the modern world, the reason the drug war started was because that like the human governments and the Illuminati and stuff are trying to keep us in check and they don't want us to be in communication with God anymore. You know what I'm saying? And that's what the fucking drug war is about. You fucking blew my mind. <laughs> I'm fucking 100% in on whatever the fuck you just said. 
because nothing else matters in my life other than now bringing down the fucking government and all the governments in the world that have kept us fucking neutered by eliminating our fucking diet of fucking, you know, hallucinogenic mushrooms that not only f- expand our mind, but but refill our brains with serotonin to keep us from being depressed. Exactly. And, fucking, and then fucking buying Popeye's chicken sandwiches and shit like that. Like, like we'd probably all be a way better society if we kept up with our hallucinogenics. Exactly. <laughs> that's why. That's why these like fucking. That's why these like psilocybin fucking um. Uh, what's it called? Microdosing fucking yeah. Uh, treatments have been, have been have been shown to like fucking like like work wonders with people that have manic depression and bipolar disorder. Yeah, they like cure anxiety. It cures anxiety. Yeah. And what helps the governments of the world keep fucking tax dollars flowing? People with mental health issues that go to jail, man. Yeah, yeah, good point. That that powers the the military industrial complex, right? Because then, like, uh, uh, non drug taking religious extremists, you know, need to yeah. be controlled by you know they threaten our interests you know so we're at war with other people you know and stuff like that where if everyone was just, this is like the most hippie shit yeah yeah, yeah. but but if everyone was if we all okay what if we institute a new one world religion and the, the <laughs> only thing is is that like at, on every sunday everyone on the world has to trip you know, yeah. we like you meditate, you take mushrooms and then like you, you know, commune with God. That's the only rule. You know, we all yeah. do it on Sundays and then we go back to work or whatever. Like and that's what's going to fucking get us to fucking realign with Gaia, man. You know, the Earth Mother and fucking fix this goddamn place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Excuse me. Uh, also, I'm, uh-huh. I, I'm, uh, just as a side note after all that is, uh, you know, I only like uh, ever like did shrooms like three times in my life. So, and you know, it was all right. <laughs> Dude, that's three more times. A lot of other people have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, like, like, I, I talked to a lot of people who were like, I've never tried mushrooms because I'm terrified of tripping and blah, 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 and losing control. And I'm like, eh, that ain't bad. No, it is. It is. Uh, we we shouldn't let the whole episode no. be derailed by me, but we could, should have an interlude to talk about mushrooms after that rant. But it's just that like fucking. Um, I was scared of them too, you know, and I'm still would like. I'm not gonna go fucking take some right now, you know. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. Like, but because it is kind of scary, but you know, it ain't that bad. I've never done acid. That one really scares me. So. I'm not definitely not telling everyone to go do a bunch of acid and then drive around because that's a bad idea. I think driving under the influence of any drug is definitely a bad idea. Totally. Do, do you, even weed, do you think? Yeah, I can't drive when I'm, when I'm high like that. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, you're just, you're just not man enough to, I guess. Dude, a lot of people can. And I'm like, how the fuck are you doing this right now? No, dude. All I want to do is sleep and eat Cheetos. Yeah, you got yeah. The you know the people who can do it is like people who smoke like every day constantly. They can yeah. do it, but you still shouldn't. Well, let's anyway. go to the next one. Yeah, let's go to the next one. <laughs> so, see what else we got here. What? Uh, well, so I was talking about the Polish. The, we were talking about the dragons and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Touched on the Wolfmen. What was the next one you wanted to check out? Talk about, buddy. 
with Baba Yaga. Why don't you? So I don't know a lot about Baba Yaga. Uh, my girlfriend Joanna, she also mentioned that one is something that they talk about in Poland too, but yeah. it seems to be a bit more widespread than that. What I'll do you? Them, I'll read a little, a little, um, a little, a little bit about Baba Yaga. Mm-hmm. Um, comes from Slavic folklore. Uh, Baba Yaga is a supernatural being or a trio of sisters of the same name who appear as a deformed or ferocious-looking old woman. Huh? Uh, in Slavic culture, Baba Yaga lives in a hut, usually described as standing on chicken legs. Uh, Baba Yaga seems to be a bit of a... Uh, on, uh, on the fence. She can be helpful or hinder those that encounter her or seek her out. She may play a maternal role and has associations with the forest wildlife. Or she can appear as a villain. And um, her de- depictions va- uh, vary across tales, ranging from child-eating fucking Slav monster <laughs> to helping a protagonist find his missing bride or some shit like that. Oh, that was nice of her. Yeah, so she's a bit of a, a wild card is what I'm seeing here. Yeah, she seems she seems to be like a the art like an archetype, right? Yeah, of, of the witch character, mm-hmm. uh, but pretty wide uh, widespread in like like European folklore, right? Like, what is it about like hags <laughs> and witchery that we're so afraid of, man? You know, like I think. She, it, it's kind of like the whole point of her of Baba Yaga is to like warn children from yeah like you know it, it's kind of like you know Baba Yaga is gonna get you if you go play uh-huh. in the woods when you're not supposed to you know is that something that like we've just made up you know or do you think it stems from real shit? I think it stems from a overall fear. Of old women or the hag, you know, mm-hmm. I think that I think that um, people have been suffering from uh, sleep paralysis for hundreds of years, and the hag they said some people are claim to see when they're in sleep paralysis um, has then evolved from just that sighting to full fledged Baba Yaga, you know. Mm-hmm. Someone that someone that they can name and and put a put a name to in that state where like you you have no control over your body and you're sleeping you see weird shit all around you. Um, I, I I I do think that's a thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, absolutely. You're right. I I forgot about that the the sleep paralysis mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. You know where it is like this archetype you know where it's like you see people see the old hag you know but then also you gotta imagine too that like throughout time like there's just people who you like you know you like there's some old ladies off living in the woods by themselves because like their families died you know and so someone's strolling through the woods hunting whatever and they see this like just just gross you know it's the olden times so there's just seeing like some gross old lady who hasn't had a shower in 15 years you know 
uh, just like covered in bark, you know, and <laughs> shit. Hey, and what they, are what are you doing over there? <laughs> and then she's like, "Get away, for <laughs> get away, lest I curse you, dog." Yeah. You know, uh, but you know, she's just full of shit. But you know, because she's just trying to get people to stay away from her. But that's the kind of thing where like those kind of ideas come from. And then like we all yeah. know that you, we all know that like for some reason, humanity, all of humanity is terrified of witches in general. Uh, every culture, every time era, up until the modern day, there's still people going on and on about witches as if it's the, like the biggest deal in the world. So like um, the same shit in Africa, you know, like it doesn't matter where you are. Like there's this obsession with fucking evil witches, man. Why do you think that is? I don't know, dude. Do I think it has. Go oh. ahead. I think it has to it's probably some some species level subconscious stuff about being afraid of powerful women, I guess. Yeah. You know? I I honestly want to go into deep dive here. I think that people associate you know witches and Baba Yaga and all that with old women because um because we're afraid of them Mm -hmm. even even like um like like if you go to grant if you go to your nona's house your grandma's house grandpa's just hanging out all the time when you do something really bad it's grandma who kicks your ass that's true and and then you carry that with you and it just it grows and grows and grows so i i wonder if these like stories about bobby and like the you know and, and and evil grandma are just these allegations of 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 who you fear the most in your home, they'll, they'll be because yeah. yeah, you, when you're a little kid, old people are creepy looking. Oh fuck yeah, of course, of you course. Know? Like yeah. you don't want to. Like, your, your parents always want you to kiss them, and touch them, and talk to them, but fucking old people are gross and weird. Hey, hey, make sure you lick grandma's sores. Yeah. Come here, Johnny. Sit next to Grandma and let me pet your head for a while. Yeah, and um, just sitting there while Grandma just pets you and you're shaking, but she hands you like a fucking like uh, an expired fucking Rolo, <laughs> and you're like, no. Or one of those really like like uh, like those cinnamon candies, you know? Oh like, no! That's my uh, my grandpa's uh, like my step grandma. She she was always giving us those fucking red cinnamon candies that burn my mouth. Yeah. Or 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 the or the strawberry candy is just like a wrap that looks like strawberry. Yeah, what's with that one? I hate that one. That was gross. It's fucking old lady candies, man. But no, <laughs> you're right, man. Because think about it. Yeah, how important is the mother to human mm-hmm. to a human? incredibly important so there's so like like the older woman the mother like signifies the best the thing we love the most but then it has the flip side of like the bad one like the mean mom you know Mm -hmm. the mean grandma maybe that's where it all comes from you know oh i I guarantee it i guarantee yeah and and i think you're also on to something because like not just in the modern time but in all times like kids are you know, having to spend time with people who are about to die. So it's fucking freaky sometimes, you know, dude, how do you feel? How do you feel about old people? Uh, (laughs) you're going to go down that road. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. I, I, 
I've, like always said, like I do kind of hate old people, yeah. but <laughs> but I do love the ones that are in my life. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, they don't count, man, because you know your yeah. grandparents are cool. And, yeah, like, like I you know, no, that doesn't count. Yeah, like I have like my grandparents were great, you know, and blah, blah blah. But that being said, like still sometimes like look <laughs> like looking too close at the at their you know skin or something is a little rough. But no, okay, here's my problem. <laughs> here's, here's my problem with fucking old like old people, right? Like because you know I deal with a lot of old people at work too, and the issue is is that like fucking okay, most. <sighs> They're so a lot of them are just they're always rambling on and on yeah. about shit, you know, and it's always like, listen, I do. I already feel bad for you because you're old, you know, right. and like, why do you got to be like also just being like, uh, oh, wait, uh, I'm trying to think of a good one. But it's just like I just heard one recently where the person was just going like, oh, you know. My husband and I were married for 42 years. He's dead now. And now I just watch after my daughter and her dog. I, I'm happy, though. And it's just like, uh, but no one asked you this. Like, no one asked you yeah. this. Like, 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 yeah. If you're lonely, let's have a nice conversation. You don't need to tell me about the specific disease that killed your husband and destroyed your life and what diseases you have now. Like, what if we just talk about, like, Something nice, you know, like Bozo the Clown, you know? Like, like, number one, <laughs> number one, no one asked you to take us all to Bummer City, okay? <laughs> that is your problem, Grandma. If your children don't come and visit you, look within and find out why they don't visit you, why your children don't love you enough to visit you, okay? Number two, Old people make us all feel uncomfortable because they're so fucking they're in the last stage before they get before you die. Mm-hmm. And that last stage, you fucking look wrinkly, weird, and gross and fucking <laughs> diseased. And and it's a fucking you're, and it's and it's off-putting. Yeah, and you're completely and you become the thing that I think everyone fears is that yes. like I've met very few advanced elder people who are in any way connected to the world who have barely like it and then, and then it makes you real like like fuck like is that is that inevitable did that happen to all of us yeah. like do i do you really like 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 how they can't work phones right you know uh they yeah. don't understand modern trends or like modern things at all and you're like fuck that can't be all of them, but it is. And I'm like, fuck. And it's scary to think like, oh my God, is the world going to pass me up too? And then I'd spend the last 15 years of my life fucking being in pain, waiting to die, you know? Fuck. Like, why don't all these old fuckers look at the old people from Cocoon? Oh, you know? damn. Sick reference, bro. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> I like, need to watch Cocoon well, now. <laughs> you know, those old people were nice old people and they were okay looking. They weren't really complain, dude. I used to fucking serve, and let me tell you, old people ask for the dumbest fucking things in the entire fucking world. Mm-hmm. Like the shit they ask for is maddening, dude. Real quick, when I worked at a movie theater, I remember there was oh. a, an old lady that asked for a glass of milk one time. At a fucking movie theater. <laughs> when I when I worked at Baker Square, 
there there was this old lady who come in every day, and the soup was never hot enough for her. So finally, the fucking cooks in the kitchen, they knew she was coming in. They fucking had this soup boiling hot. Oh, my God. Boiling. And then they poured it from boiling onto the plate. And then we even had to wear, like, a mitt to take (laughs) the plate to the table. And this old bitch grabs it, blows on it, tastes it, and then she's like, She's like, well, now it's just too hot. And I'm like, you fucking, you, you <laughs> stupid piece of shit. You're not, you, you don't actually want hot soup. Yeah. You just want attention. You just like the old lady, the old lady knows movie theaters aren't a new thing. There's never been milk served in a movie theater. Suck my fat dick. If you think she's not like in 1905 when Nosferatu came out and she was a little girl, uh, they, they, they didn't fucking have glasses of milk readily available for you. Go fucking kill. When the fuck has there ever been milk available at the fucking movie theater? She just wanted attention. Right. Right. That's all these fucking people want is fucking attention. God, so no, no wonder that we turn them into monsters. That's they are the I- true monsters. <laughs> the, the monsters are us. It's us. Yeah, yeah, we become the fucking monsters. And then everybody's like, oh, well, wait, you get old. You're going to turn into that. No, I'm not. Because I think it's a generational thing for sure. When I'm an old guy, maybe I'll be a little bit like, maybe I'll have like a little bit like, I'll, I'll, I'll try to pass along some wisdom. But for the most part, leave me alone. All I want to do is fucking hit up some strip clubs, maybe fuck some whores here and there, and 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 eat, eat chicken wings every Tuesday night. <laughs> That's all I want as an old man, if I ever get to retire. No, I just, I, I, I just want to fucking hang out. Yeah, like I, I've made a pledge to myself, and I, I really hope that if I do become old, like if I make it to being an old man, I have pledged to myself that I'm going to pay attention to if people actually want to talk to me or not. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm not just going to complain about everything. I'm just like, I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to keep things to myself. Cause that's the sure. big problem that they, they all have is they don't want to just, they got to talk. They got to say a bunch of shit. They, they got to complain about everything. And you're like, you know, what if, what if you didn't complain about everything? Like, wouldn't that be nice too? Yeah. And that's, me, that's my pledge to myself. Let me tell you, Shirley, the, the reason your children do not visit you and are allowing you to rot away in a fucking, in a home is because every time they come over, you call your daughter fat. You, 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 you call your son by somebody else's name. You tell him how disappointed you are in them for being a garbage man instead of a fucking lawyer. Like you won't shut the fuck up. And maybe if this generation learned how to shut the fuck up, Maybe we would be less hard on them or more more willing to visit them in their twilight days. But you're not selling me on visiting you. Like, I tell my parents all the time. My parents are fucking, my parents are devolving into the fucking monsters. And I'll go over there and they'll be like, well, I'm sure are fat, huh? And I'm like, listen, I, <laughs> listen, if you fuckers keep doing, huh? 
I hope that's the, how they greet you at the door. Oh, absolutely. Two minutes before walking, like, wow, you really got big, huh? I'm like, listen, <laughs> one day it's going to be over. And the only person that you guys are going to have are the, are the orderlies that are physically and sexually abusing you in your dormitories. They're going to be the only ones you can rely on because I will no longer be there because of the way you guys talk to us. Me and my sister, you know, all, you know, we don't want to put up with that shit. And you guys aren't even at the elderly age yet. My parents are only like 60s. That's fairly right. young. Um, and I'm like, so you guys keep doing that. You're going to turn into the old people that fucking go to Sam's Club, do the fucking tour, and talk to everyone because they don't get anybody to visit them. And then everybody's like, oh, it's sad. No one visits Phyllis and George because Phyllis and George are fucking monsters and they won't shut the fuck up <laughs> and they keep judging everyone by the color of their skin or the, their fucking weight or the way yeah. they look. Yeah. So that's Baba Yaga. <laughs> that's Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga is the fucking, is the awfulness inside of everyone once they turn into a fucking old coot like that. <laughs> I think we cracked the case, man. That's I think that's I mean, look at it. Sometimes Baba Yaga helps you. Sometimes grandma gives you 20 bucks. Sometimes grandma fucking throws scalding hot water in your face uh, to cure you of fucking, I don't know, uh, of, 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 of your acne or some shit. You know, like <laughs> grandma's wild card. <laughs> grandma's a fucking wild card, man. Yes, you're 100% right. I'm shook. I'm shook. We figured it out, man. Um. Should we dive into another creature or please do because my phone's updating. I have no idea what's happening at this point. I'm all fucking amped up on fucking hating on fucking old people. <laughs> I mean, I go all day about this. We should probably I... just do a whole episode on old people because <laughs> I just fucking lay into these fuckers. No, it's true. I was uh, stopping uh, myself from telling more anti old people stories that I Let's had. Let's hear one more, my friend. Just one more. Just no, just one more. You want to hear about an old person complaining about something that doesn't isn't a problem? It's yes. like, okay. For people who don't remember, my real job is a lock as I'm a locksmith. And I went and this lady, this real old lady, her name was Olive, of course. And <laughs> uh, and and she was probably like fucking 90 years old. And she's like, Oh, my lock, it's like it's hard to turn the key. And so I like sprayed some WD 40 in it, and she put the key in and she turned it, and she said. Well, I feel like it turns too well now. It's it's too. Yeah! It's what too, does that mean? I know. I'm like I'm like it works too well. I I was dumbfounded. I was just like, um, what? She's like, oh, I just, it's too easy to use now. I'm like, oh, they're never happy, man. They're never happy. <laughs> and it's wait, too easy to use. Wait, okay. This almost. Here, I got one more little creature I wanted to mention. Uh, there's other ones that were on the list, but I think we could do other episodes on genies and gin and shit like that. Yeah. Um, but no, th th this I think is a good transition from the elderly because this idea do you, have you ever heard of? Uh, okay, this is from uh, Hinduism, Buddhism, and Chinese and Vietnamese folklore, right? And it's called a preta, a P R E T A. And what that is, is a hungry ghost. So, like, this idea really creeped me out. And it is basically the idea that, like, uh, the soul or the ghost of an unsatisfied person or someone who has bad karma, uh, they 
are stuck on earth and they are cursed with unquenchable hunger, right? And just like hell, like there'll be ironic things that it hungers for. So like basically if you're a fucking piece of shit, fucking whiny old person who's not happy with anything and says that everyone smells like your ghost will be stuck on earth, constantly starving, craving to eat human shit. You know, (laughs) that (laughs) that's what fucking fucking stuck with me. And I'm like, that's fucking awful. Is your fucking ghost? No one can see you. And all you're doing is starving. And that's how, that's how fucked up. That's that fucking creeped me out, man. Uh, but that's a that's an example of something that they believe, like you know, in the East, you know. Um, that's that's interesting because I always felt like, and I guess maybe I should do more research on, um, on that part of the world and um, how they feel about ghosts. And the Japanese are very superstitious. Yeah. Um, but I always we we should look more into the Indian culture, and Hindu and, and and all them and mm-hmm. um and see what they're see see what they're they're cooking with because that that's fucking creepy. I think I think that is uh, you know we're setting up for a future episode, but I think that would be a fun thing for us to talk about is that the is the way that the East looks at the their yeah. paranormal because they've got a lot of uh, similar things to us, but then also some real fucked up shit that we're not used to, like these yeah. fucking hungry ghosts. I mean, you think about some of the best horror fucking uh, fucking ghost fucking movies. Have been the Japanese, the Korean ones, man. Like, what are they fucking hiding, or what? What do they know that we don't? Or, like, how fucking how horrific are their are their paranormal experiences? I think they're fucking rough, man. Because I, I thought think... the I thought the ring was rough as hell, dude. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, and um, the Japanese version of the Eye. Did you ever see that yeah. one? Oh Ooh. yeah. That one was fucking creepy. That one's scary. I think. I think. Listen, listen. We don't want to like. Um, yeah. What's the word? You don't want to. We don't want to like. Um, I can't think of the word, but how you look at another culture and like make it too other or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that being said, that being said, like I think that we all need to do a better job of remembering that not everyone thinks like we do, you know? So, you know, someplace like, like Japan or South Korea, you know, who are, they're very similar uh, to us in a lot of ways. They come from a completely different culture. And, and just like here, like they, they have very different, like mixtures of like modern ideas with like folkloric, you know, things like that, you know? Um, and it's like how the thing in I know the thing in in the U.S. is we always talk about it's a place that's haunted, but in Japan it's a person who becomes haunted. You know, that's why in a lot of those movies the ghost can like go to other houses and other buildings and follow people, whereas here that doesn't happen too much. It all seems to be like stuck in one area. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that'd be really fun to talk about more in depth in the future. Hell yeah. Mr. Zingali, are you there? 
Yes, I'm here. What is up, man? What uh, do you have any commentary on our wide-ranging conversation? Uh, that was one of the most interesting conversations I've listened to in years. Um, oh well, thank you. That was fascinating. Uh, nice. I think that the fact that you touched on like the stoned ape theory and then went down a huge rabbit hole with Baba Yaga was like this is uh, one for the record books. Well, thanks, man. Uh, we, we there's a reason we do this podcast, and it's. Uh, <laughs> Because we're awesome. Yeah. But uh, out of all that, like, I, I had a, a stupid theory about Baba Yaga where I'm like, Baba Yaga exists because she's in Fortnite. And, uh, you know, that's all you need to know. <laughs> is she it's, really? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go to, like, some, not to get too nerdy, but, like, her house is on stilts in the game, too. Which is uh -huh. I didn't know that that fact about the Baba Yaga. Uh, well, if it's in Fortnite, it's real. Yeah, if it's in Fortnite, it's real. I didn't know all that crazy shit. Like, I don't know. It's just a good episode. I don't have anything other to say than, like, that shit's fucking nuts. And the dragon well, theory, like, you got it. You would think dinosaurs, but I think you said it. Like, eh, I don't know if they found that shit. Well, what about, do you have anything to say about the elderly? Uh, I'm going to stay out of that one. I think everything's been said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, dude. Well, dude. Dude, let me let me tell you, man. Like another thing that would get me riled up. This last thing I'm bringing about old people, um, in the summer, the hottest fucking days. You know, we in the restaurant, we have our AC cranked up because it gets so fucking hot in a restaurant. You got the you've got the grill going, and then you have to worry about like, okay, it might be a little cool in the dining room, but that's only because. You know, it's the dining room and you're not moving around. We have cooks, we have dishwashers, we have servers, we have managers. Everyone's running around and they're sweating and they're so hot mm -hmm. and they're trying to get cool. And you got old people. Well, you please turn up the heat. It is hot in here and I'm not comfortable. <laughs> well, then you're yeah. And then the want fucking, the want hot tea. Make sure it's hot <laughs> on a hot ass day, bitch. You want hot tea? <laughs> I will fucking splash on you. <laughs> they they like their drinks scalding. I hot, you know what? Working with the working at a restaurant that attracts an elderly crowd has jaded me towards old people, man. It it's understandable, you know, and we'll we'll make sure to check in. Uh, on this again when you're old, Leo, and see how you feel about it then. Hopefully you know? I'm dead. <laughs> I'm sure you will be. As will we all. Well, right. <laughs> it's been a good episode, everyone. Yeah, thank guys. You. Thank you and good night. We'll see you next and time. And happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Thank you for listening to the Broken Reality Podcast. Please support us on Patreon. You can find more about the show on Facebook and Twitter at Podcast Broken. Both John and Leo's art can be seen on Instagram at John Michael Lennon and at Real Leo Perez Art. All music provided by Angel Onafre and Neon Witch. Follow them on SoundCloud. I am Matt Festa. The calming voice coming to you from out of the endless, unknowable dark.